0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. November 4, 2019, the secret Vatican accounts scandal edition. First up from the Wall Street Journal, it asks, Will prosecutors ever bring charges against Boeing over the 737 MAX to successfully Bring a criminal case, investigators must prove Boeing repeatedly concealed or ignored engineering problems. Federal prosecutors would face a daunting challenge in mounting such a criminal case, even with evidence showing workers sounded alarms. The Justice Department launched a criminal probe after the Lion Air 610 crash in Indonesia, and of course, continuing after the Ethiopian Airlines went down. It focused on whether Boeing cut corners at the expense of safety, and whether the plane maker provided misleading or incomplete information to regulators. To successfully bring a criminal charge against Boeing itself, however, prosecutors would have to show the executives repeatedly concealed or ignored the 737 MAX's engineering problems, and there is a larger economic and political component A corporate indictment and potentially huge sanctions must be balanced against the economic and national security risks of incapacitating the country's second biggest defense contractor behind Lockheed Martin. Next up, uh, also from the Wall Street Journal, turns out when things get tough, companies tend to split the chairman and CEO roles. We've seen two recent examples, the aforementioned Boeing, which recently split the Uh, role of its CEO and chairman, and we also saw recently WeWork. So, um, the same (laughs) happened to AT&T and Wells Fargo has gone through this. The uh, splitting of roles um, is a move that uh, institutional shareholders certainly uh, approve of. Boeing said it would strengthen the company's governance um, and uh, there are a variety of other reasons Uh, but it's really low-hanging fruit to appease shareholders in many ways. the separation is intended to maximize management accountability and the independence of the board, as the CEO oversees the daily operations of the board while the chairman oversees the management. So, uh, interesting uh, move for corporate governance. Next up from the Washington Post, UAW President Gary Jones steps down amid federal corruption probe a week after the GM strikes ended. Federal authorities have been conducting a years-long investigation on corruption connected to the union. In August, federal agents search Jones' home, as well as that as former UAW President Dennis Williams. The UAW, of course, is fighting tooth and nail against this, but Um, Federal prosecutors or at least investigators have been looking into um, whether uh, employees or officers of the union embezzled money, engaged in wire fraud, and money laundering. So um, interesting times in the uh, labor union movement, uh, particularly considering they just settled a big strike. And finally, from the Financial Times. Uh, The outside auditor of the Vatican, or rather the chief auditor, believes he was ousted after investigating secret bank accounts, which had been linked to a London property deal that prompted an internal inquiry into possible financial irregularities. Libero Malone told the Financial Times he thinks he was forced to resign because of information he requested about hundreds of millions of dollars held by Vatican entities, quote, off the books, end quote, in Swiss bank accounts. So, once again, the Vatican's financial um, records and dealings have come under scrutiny from various parties. I hope you will check out a five-part podcast series this week on Creativity and Compliance and Honor of Compliance Week on the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks for listening.